The following podcast contains explicit language. Should we go on a hike tomorrow? Yeah, maybe we should do a double loop. That sounds ambitious. All the more reason to do it. Hi, and welcome to Happier in Hollywood, the podcast about how to be happier, healthier, saner, more creative, more successful, and more productive in a backbiting, superficial, chaotic, unpredictable, fundamentally insane world. I'm Sarah Fain, a TV writer and producer living in L.A., and with me is my high school friend and writing partner, Liz. That's me, Liz Craft. On this podcast, we talk about being writers in Hollywood, how we balance a career and friendship, and how to survive the war of attrition that is life in Los Angeles. In this episode, we're going to try not to weep as we discuss ABC passing on our plastic surgery pilot. It, it is sucks. sucky. Then we'll answer a mailroom question from an assistant who's considering a job that means being paid less but could lead to more opportunity. This week's Hollywood hack will ensure you don't miss a meeting and we have another celebrity sighting. But first, an update. Okay, Sarah, our brand new Happier in Hollywood travel cups sold out so fast. So fast, like by lunch. Yes, when we, we announced them and then <laughs> they were gone. So if you emailed us saying you want one and you have not heard back from us, it's because we're trying to get more. We just had a limited number. We're trying to get more of them. And when we do get more, we will respond and tell you how to pay and get your address and we'll send them out. But thanks, everybody. I know. It was so exciting. And people seem to really love them. People yes. are posting pictures of them on our Facebook group. So if you're thinking about getting one, look on our Facebook group. Uh, you can see all the pictures there. And, of course, we have videos on our Instagram feeds. There's one in our Facebook group as well. But you might have to kind of search around to find it. But we just we love these cups so much. So, yeah. And Sarah, cool. one funny thing we have to mention is that when people email us saying they want a cup, <laughs> so many of them have commented on the number of exclamation points they are or are not using. I know. And emailing us because we <laughs> had our segment on over exclamation pointing in yeah. emails. And so people are like, okay, I used one exclamation point, but I really meant it. Or excuse all the exclamation points. Or so, I deleted four yes. exclamation points. So we're, we're <laughs> chuckling over that. So yes. thank you, everybody. Okay, Sarah, it is time for From the Treadmill Desk of, in which we discuss what's most pressing in our work psyches. And this week it's ABC passed on our pilot plastics. Uh, it's brutal. Yes. I mean, we really thought this one was going to go forward. Yeah. It's, it's, we are definitely surprised. And yet, as we, I think, have said here repeatedly, it's not that big a surprise because most of the time this is what happens. It's just we really did think this was a project that should go. I mean, yeah. I still do think it's a project yes. that should go. Yeah. And it's funny because, I mean— the last thing I honestly feel like doing is coming and, like, discussing it now on the podcast. Yeah. I kind of just want to crawl into a hole and not discuss it. And not think about and it And not at think all. about it. But what we do is we come here and we share <laughs> our experiences as TV writers. So we're going to share this experience, which is not a great one. Although yeah. the process right up until it didn't get picked up was, was great. Very good. Yeah, yes. It really was. So, you know, it's a war of attrition. We say that in the opening of the show. We talk about that. And it's just 
we have to just soldier forth. Well, and it's interesting because the way we feel today, the way I feel today, and I think it's true of you as well, versus how I felt, I mean, it's been, what, has it been 48 hours even? Barely. Is a completely different beast. Yeah. People ask us all the time, like, how do you deal with this? How do you get through this just, like, constant rejection and putting, investing so much and having it just disappear? I mean, resilience is real, man. Yeah, yeah. We bounce back. Yeah. We've, I think, had some healthy coping mechanisms. Yes, we have. We found this out in the in the evening. We got the call around 5 o'clock p.m. I was at Strength Code <laughs> yes. about to do my, yes. like, slow weightlifting workout. <gasps> oh, God. Um, <laughs> with Violet, because her nanny was sick. So it was crazy. Yes. Um, <laughs> and then right away, we were like, okay, let's hike tomorrow morning. Yeah. So I think that was good. So we immediately set up a hike, and we did a hike the next morning, which was helpful. Mm-hmm. And then what's funny is we both separately were watching Grace and Frankie. A lot Netflix. of Grace and Frankie <laughs> happening. <laughs> I think we're both now at the end, right, of, yes. of every what's Grace out? and Frankie yes. that exists. Yes. <laughs> and for anyone, you know, who's interested, our costume designer from The Fix, Allison Fanger, who we interviewed in episode 86, is the costume designer for Grace and Frankie, and they have such great costumes. So we love the show, and we also just love seeing what Allison um, has created. Yes, I've been thinking about Allison a lot. Yes. (laughs) But the hiking helps. It does. Talk about that. I mean, we call our segment about mental, physical, and spiritual health, take a hike right? for a reason. And it's, you know, as soon as you're outside and moving, and this is the benefit of being in California, you know, if we were in Minnesota right now, for example, uh, we would not be hiking. Right. But just being in the sun and in nature and moving your body, I mean, you can't overestimate the change that it makes. Yeah, it really helps. We'll start out like down in the dumps <laughs> and then, you know, half hour in, we're like, hey, I feel better. Like, yeah. I do too. Well, and then we'll start talking, well, what comes next? What should we do? Yeah. This, you know, discussing, you know, different paths. To me, what's interesting about this particular time, because we've had lots of rejection, everybody has, yeah. is that the business is just changing so fast. Yes. And it feels like we all have to change with it. So, you know, we don't have an agent right now, which makes us feel more isolated. Usually we have somebody to sort of consult. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, it's just, it's a path. We have to figure out our path. Yeah. And, you know, I was thinking of um, we, I don't know, a show had just gotten canceled or something, and we went into a movie right after just to kind of (laughs) have a thinking free two hours. Um, And when we came out of the movie, we literally had like three emails with job offers on our phones. And that's just what happens. You know, it's like there are other things. Yes. And one thing ends, another begins. Yes. And there's a big need for content right now. And we are content providers. So there should be opportunities for us to provide content. (laughs) It's just sort of figuring out what makes sense. Yes, and what's and, the most interesting and yes. exciting. One thing I found interesting, Sarah, was the morning we found out you had coincidentally had breakfast with an actor and you were talking to her about how it's not personal. 
Yes. I feel like being an actor is so hard because of the kind of constant rejection. Like, we get rejected maximum maybe like three or four times a year, right? right? right. Actors <laughs> can get rejected rejected three or four times a week if they're going on yes. lots of auditions. And, and just the act of not going on auditions is a rejection as well. Yes. At yeah. least it feels like <laughs> yeah. it is, you know. So I was just saying to her that so many times when we say no to an actor, first of all, you're seeing a bunch of people for one role, but the vast majority, I mean, basically all the time, when we choose someone else over them, it's not personal. It right. has nothing to do with their ability to act. It ha- Like, it's just, there's an essence, there's a thing, there's a, like I was telling her about Marin Dungey, who came in for the CJ audition on The Fix, and it's just, she just owned that part. And the other people who didn't, it wasn't a personal thing. It just, there was a thing that worked. Right. It's not that they weren't good. Yeah. Lots of them were great. It's just that Marin felt like CJ. Yeah. To us in our collective minds. Yes. And it's, it is a subjective yes. thing. And all, you know, so I just remind myself of that in this instance as well. Yes. It's much easier to tell that to someone else than to feel it. I mean, because it does feel personal. I mean, when we found out they weren't going forward, we were, of course, we take it personally. Then we remind ourselves it's not personal. This doesn't mean anyone thinks our script wasn't good. The script is great. Um, You wrote most of it, so I can say that. (laughs) Well, it was, and it was a great world. And yeah. I, you know, we think it would be a hit show for ABC, but we don't know what they're doing. We don't know yeah. what their agenda is or their no, creative there are corporate plan. decisions that have and, nothing and, to do with. You know, yeah. we just don't know, and we'll probably never know right. why it didn't go forward. And and actors often have no clue why they weren't cast. Yeah, and it's just the business, and we just kind of have to. Um, I hate the expression. People say, like, put on my big girl pants. Uh-huh. <laughs> but um, it just makes me cringe. Yeah. But if I did like that expression, that is what I would say right now. Yes. Well, I'm going to say our motto this year, mm. which is hike into the future, which, I mean, we certainly have been hiking. Yes, we have. And the future is now. Yes. So, I, you know, we will just remind ourselves of that one foot in front of the other. And we will, of course, keep all of our listeners up to date on this new journey, new path, what happens next. Also, we haven't mentioned we're still waiting to hear about our CBS pilot. Yeah, so, so we could have this wonderful feeling again <laughs> yes. sometime soon. Yeah, so, or, you know, it could go. So we'll obviously let everyone know when we hear about that. But anyway, we want to know, have you had a crushing pass at work? That's what they call it here, a pass. A it's pass. going to be a pass. This um, time. They what, always add yes, this time. This time, yes. <laughs> what gets you through it? We want to know. Send us an email or a voice memo to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Next up, a listener question from a worried Hollywood assistant. But first, this break. Liz, there is nothing I love more than having a delicious meal that I didn't have to cook, which is why I have been getting no prep, no mess meals from Factor. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like calorie smart, protein plus, and keto. Factor's 
fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. Last night, I had blackened salmon with broccoli and with cauliflower rice. It was so delicious. It was the perfect dinner. Head to factormeals.com slash HIH50 and use code HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code HIH50 at factormeals.com slash HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Okay, Liz, it's time for our mailroom segment. We got a very interesting letter from an assistant who wrote, Hi, Liz and Sarah, I'd like to get your opinion on a huge happiness stumbling block to my career climb as a TV writer. I currently work as an executive assistant at a large post-production company. It's my first job as an assistant, and I got where I am by working my way up from reception. However, my role at this company does not teach me any of the typical Hollywood assistant skills, just the administrative needs. I've been networking to get a job Job more directly in the industry and have gotten great leads. Now for the bad, good, confusing news. Because my job is a regular EA position, executive assistant, I think, um, because my job is a regular executive assistant position, I get paid more than the average assistant. So much more, in fact, that I've recently received a pay increase that is so inarguably beneficial it no longer makes sense for me to pursue an assistant position, as I would anticipate a pay cut of about $10 per hour. This good but anxiety-producing fortune threatens to spin me out. I'm afraid that I'll wind up abandoning my dreams to live a life with adequate income, much like many in my family have before. Any advice? Mm, It's an interesting question. Well, it's absolutely true that if you stay at the post-production house and continue that line, you will not be a writer. (laughs) You will not just magically become a writer. Meanwhile, but it's like this is a complicated question. And it's a question that very, very, very many people face. Yes. People who are lawyers yes. who are thinking about becoming writers yes. face this. People who are assistants in your position making more money than uh, a writer's assistant, for example, face this question. The big thing for me is start with, do you really want to be a writer? Right. Being a writer isn't so amazing, (laughs) FYI. Yeah, we can say that especially today. Yes, we can. So maybe you like your job more than you think. Maybe you're happy there. Like, you don't have to be a writer. Yeah. Um, There are many, many creative, uh, you know, fulfilling career paths. And post can be an extremely creative position. Absolutely. However, if you do want to be a writer, I mean, then you— Look, can you have an amazing script and get staffed or sell a movie without being an assistant? Absolutely. Is it going to be more difficult? Yes. Yeah. So if you're really committed to wanting to be a TV writer and learn the business, I would say your current position is not the place to be. No, but I would also say in terms of sort of examining whether it is really what you want. Yeah. Are you in your spare time writing spec scripts? Yes. That's are a good you question. in a writer's group? Yes. Are you in networking groups? You're listening yes. to this podcast, so that's yes. good. You know, like yes. you're doing definitely something to c- kind of gather more information. But like, 
if and are you putting away money? Yes. So fantastic that your job is paying you more now. Yeah. Can you use some of that to save up a fund so that you can become an right. assistant in a lesser paying role? In a year. That will get you on the road to where you want to go. Yes, but I think your point is an excellent one. If you are writing spec scripts or whatever on the side at night in the morning, that is an indication that you're very serious. Are you breaking down TV shows when you watch them to see if the structure, you know, how how the writer is structuring it? If you're not doing that, it may be that you like the idea of being a writer more than actually writing, and then it's maybe time to think about, well, what do I really want to do? Yeah. And we obviously don't have that information from this letter. But that's just something we would say to everybody out there. Well, there are just so many amazing creative jobs in this town. Yeah. So good luck. We hear your dilemma. It's one that many face. It's a big, real dilemma. Yes. So um, we wish you luck, whatever you decide to do. Yeah, and if you do want to be a writer, save your money now. Okay, next up, a Hollywood hack we're calling the three C's. Clarity, calendar, confirm. We'll break it down after this. Okay, Sarah, it is time for this week's Hollywood hack. The three C's. Clarity, calendar, confirm. Okay, we have been having, both personally and professionally, a ton of scheduling snafus lately. Just like I scheduled a breakfast with someone and I was like sitting in the restaurant going like, uh, are you coming? And they're like, oh my God, I thought it was Thursday because in the text it had tea and tea can be either Tuesday or Thursday. Ah. And just like we had a play day where it was like, oh wait, is it 10? Is it 11? Is it, you know, we've had a couple instances where we had podcast guests who thought it was we recorded on Saturday instead of Friday. So we thought this is what we need to remind ourselves. First of all, clarity. Be clear up front about the plan. Yes. Don't leave anything kind of nebulous. So once it's decided, say, okay, I'll see you Friday at 10 a.m. in Toluca Lake. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Then calendar. Once you have the clarity, Right away, put it on the calendar with all of the necessary information. This seems obvious, and yet it is not. <laughs> well, you know, Sarah, I have a calendar problem. It's take, yeah. t- I'm getting better, but I am calendar resistant, so this is good for me. And then probably the most important is confirm. Yes, the day before, confirm. So we'll see you tomorrow morning at 10. I always appreciate a, a nice confirmation. Yeah. Can't wait to see you tomorrow. Yes. At 10 in Toluca Lake. Uh, yes. <laughs> so um, the three C's, clarity, calendar, confirm. We're going to follow this. We suggest you follow it so that you don't miss any important appointments. Yes. And now we have another C, a celebrity sighting. Yes. <laughs> we saw a celebrity who we love. Our favorite celebrity, I'll say. Our favorite celebrity, Marsha Clark. Yes. A lot of people will write in and ask, how's Marsha? Because, of course, we used to be talking about her, like, every single week. (laughs) Yeah. And now that we're not doing the fix, we don't talk about her as often. But we had dinner with her the other night, and we got to see her. And it was so much fun. It was so fun. And she's doing great. It was like the bright spot in our week. Yes. It was wonderful to see Marsha. She's doing great. She's writing. She finally finished doing the work on her house, and she is fabulous, and she looks great. So 
That was our celebrity sighting. My favorite one. Yes. And that is it for this episode of Happier in Hollywood. For questions or comments, email us or send us a voice memo to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and please subscribe if you haven't already. Thank you to our executive producer, the amazing Chuck Reed, and thanks to everyone at Sancola Sound. You can follow them on Instagram at Sancola Sound. Thanks to everyone at Cadence 13. And as always, thank you to Gretchen Rubin. Happier in Hollywood is part of the Onward Project. Check out the other Onward Project podcasts, Happier with Gretchen Rubin, Side Hustle School, and Do the thing with Whole 30's Melissa Urban. Get in touch. I'm on Instagram at S. Fain and Liz is at Liz Craft. We also have a Facebook group. Search for Happier in Hollywood on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Until next week, I'm Liz Craft. And I'm Sarah Fain. Thanks for joining us. It's a fun job. And we enjoy it. Even today. Even today. Where were you when we got the call? I was sitting on my bed. I had actually, believe it or not, completely forgotten that we were waiting for it. Oh like, I was God. so used to waiting at that point. <laughs> I had stopped waiting. Uh-huh. Um, and I was playing two dots. Oh, my God. I was like, I saw 369. Like, as soon as you see the studio prefix, oh, it's, you you're just it. like, you're fucked. Well, and then, Sarah, I had to wait for you to get on the phone. Oh, my God. So I didn't want to say, like, <laughs> hey, guys. So I was just, I was just oh. like, hey, everyone. And it was dead silence. silence as we waited for you. <sighs> it was a long, like, 25 seconds. Oh, my God. Uh, at least everyone was really nice. Yeah. From the Onward Project.